Welcome to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us as Deb talks with her guests, experts in their fields, as they share real-life stories and techniques to power up your business. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And I absolutely am so looking forward to our guest today. Aside from anything else, she's in Atlanta. (laughs) Yay, gotta love it. I mean, you know, I've recorded programs with people around the world, and it's so much fun to actually record a program with somebody who is, you know, if I threw a rock really hard, I might be able to hit. (laughs) And so please join me in welcoming Louise Corville to our program today. Welcome, Louise. Well, good day to you. How are you? Fabulous, fabulous, you know, and and gotta love this, this gorgeous spring-ish weather here in, in Atlanta. Um, it's, it is absolutely perfect. And I told somebody I said before too long, we're going to be going, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> but for right now, it is gorgeous weather and we love it. So February in Atlanta. Perfect. Perfect. It is. So, you know, let me tell people about you before we really jump into this. So Louise Corville walked away from her regional sales manager role in 2015 after a successful 16-year corporate career, where she coached her team to become award winners year after year. Louise helps women create a clear message with a unique offering that differentiates them from an overcrowded marketplace. She created Love and Launch Your Business in six weeks so that more women could start their online business and create wealth on their terms. So again, Louise, welcome. Well, thank you so much, Deb. You know, I always ask my guests for their subject that they would like to talk about. And I loved what you put on yours because it just, oh my heavens, did it pique my interest. What what you wrote down is how to launch your business without an email list or grinding out content. And I love that because so many people, men or women, you know, but, but I know that your target is primarily more women, but, you know, before we launch our business, we think we have to have all of our ducks in a row mm, yes. and we have to have this huge following our tribe. That's, you know, that's, that's the key where we have to have our tribe of people and we have to have all of this fabulous content, you know, and, and we get so caught up in doing that that we forget to launch our business or we, we worse, we forget we have a product or a service, you know, all these various things. Right. And so I love your, the way that you go about this, but you know, we mentioned in your bio that you walked away from this fabulously successful career. Tell us why you decided to do that. Well, actually I was trying to um, start a business actually back in 2012 okay. and I uh, was creating a an online uh, portal for um, a website that would consign clothes. Um, and it took me a long time to figure out that it was actually not going to be feasible to to launch that type of uh, platform due okay. to the fact that, of the cost. Right. So I I kind of put that in the back burner, and then in um, about 2014, or I think, uh, about 2014, uh, the structures changed at the company in which I worked. So somebody retired and then somebody else came in and the whole culture ch- changed within the company. And then I started to think again, 
what am I going to do now? Okay. Everything keeps changing. The environment's changing. Uh, the landscape's changing. All these acquisitions are happening in mm -hmm. corporate. And I thought, I've got to make another um, you know, decision on what I'm going to be doing. Mm -hmm. So lo and behold, though, by the end of 2015, uh, I was actually given a package. So I didn't, I had, I had the launch right then. Okay. It wasn't, there was no option, um, and I could have gone back into corporate because that would have been easy mm -hmm. um, to do, but uh, after so many years of being there, and um, that was the reason why I, I did my leap. Now, one of the things I highly suggest that people do before they, you know, they start you know, digging into what mm -hmm. they want to be doing, um, and I'll tell you my error that I did, and so I started in actually real estate first and I got my real estate license and I was going to start doing some wholesaling and you know and, and um, uh, rehabbing and I realized uh, six months into it that I had done the, the wrong I went the wrong way I uh, yeah it was it wasn't in my wheelhouse at all mm -hmm. um, it was um, that's more of a negotiating kind of person and I'm a teacher and okay. And so, yeah, that I'm a coach. I've been a teacher. I've been a trainer all, you know, pretty much my life. Mm -hmm. But um, especially in the last 16 years as the national and regional uh, sales managers. But um, so I highly suggest that when people do start their business is that they figure out where their strengths lie. Mm -hmm. And so that they don't start the wrong business. Right. Um, to begin with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and and that's so true, because I think a lot of times we see a place where our skills, our talent, you know, whatever it is, can fill that niche. Mm -hmm. But it might not really be, like you said, might not be in our wheelhouse. Um, it's funny, I interviewed another guest for the program. And, and actually, I've had several guests who have said this. And it is just, you know, they've said, find that niche and fill it. But it doesn't always match, as you said, it doesn't match us, you know, mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, we might, we might see that this, you know, there's this product that is needed or this service that is needed. And, but, you know, if it's really not our skill set, not our passion, then, you know, it might be successful, but more than likely it's probably not going to be. Right. Right. And that's that I agree. I couldn't agree with you more with that. Um, I've had some, you know, people come into my, my Facebook group and have them, you know, um, one of their comments being, I, 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 I've done this. I've mm -hmm. got my, my certification. I've got this. I've got that, but I can't seem to, to launch. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't make a decision when it, when it comes to that. And, and it's interesting because I always get everyone to try and do their, their 16 personalities as they come into the group so mm -hmm. that, so that I understand who I'm talking to. Mm -hmm. And I immediately knew why she couldn't make the decision, you know, because of her 16 personalities results and the fact that she had answered the question when she came into the group. Then I knew exactly why, you know, because her last letter was a P in her in the four letters of mm -hmm. the, the 16 personalities. Mm -hmm. And P, P, P's like to keep their options open. Right. So that's that that was the reason why she's struggling with it. Mm hmm. So that, you know, that would be somewhere, you know, where a coach would come in and be able to uh, direct her in the right direction. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that is definitely something that I think so many people really need to think about in advance is, you know, doing the, the tests, the skill sets, talking with people, you know, all those various things before you do this. 
And, you know, it, it used to be, I don't even know if they still sell it, the, the What Color Is Your Parachute book. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that was when I, you know, <clears throat> 20-ish years ago, <laughs> when, when I was deciding to go out on my own. Now, I, you know, I read through the book and it was like, okay, I don't, you know, it was whatever. Uh, and I'm one of those test takers that I start thinking, what answers do they want? As oh. opposed to, yes, I'm one of those bad test takers. But, you know, but it is true. You need to to do those, you know, do your reading, do your homework. And, and then it still might not be a feasible business. I mean, you know, that's the other thing that we've got to consider is, you know, you might have a passion for it. You might think it's the greatest thing in the world, but if nobody's going to buy it, then, right. you know, there's, there's that problem there too. That's right. And, and that's the, that's the key is that's why you should be doing like an ask campaign before mm-hmm. you start launching anything is to realize, you know, is, is this viable? Mm-hmm. Is, is this going to be, you know, am I going to be able to monetize it? And if there's other people in that air arena, then that's all you need to do is, is know that, okay, there are, there is a, a definite um, need for that. Mm-hmm. And we understand that. And now it's just to create the, the offer that, uh, that best suits you. Right. You know, and so many times a small business owner, an entrepreneur, you know, whatever the heck we're going to call ourselves today, we're, and, and I think in particular, and, and this is just purely anecdotal, so I might be wrong on this, but it seems like a lot of women do these things kind of on the side in addition to, you know, it might be our hobby or it might be things that we're volunteering to do. And when we sit down and look at it, we think, well, wait a minute. That, that might actually be a career path. Um, and that really was what happened to me. That was why I decided mm. to get into marketing and public relations. You know, like I said, I was doing the whole parachute books and, you know, all those various things. And, and I was talking to a business coach and he said, you know, tell me what you do and blah, blah. And I go through my thing. And he looks at me and he says, you do public relations and things, marketing for volunteer. You volunteer, you know, you help people doing this. Is there a reason you don't want to get paid? <laughs> you know, that little light bulb kind of very slowly went on above my head. But, you know, it seems to me like, especially, you know, as, as I said, women, you know, we're, we're doing these things on the side and then it does turn into something that could be a feasible business. Right. Absolutely. So do you suggest that people do that? I mean, if they have the option, you know, they've, they've got a full-time job somewhere, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, maybe testing the waters by by doing it part time? Absolutely. I you know, if you are um, in a situation where you need to be in your 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 nine to five, then Mm -hmm. I would highly suggest that you start, um, you know, um, checking out other areas and see if you can monetize it in some way, whether that be a service or whatever that might be. I mean, it could be, it could be like creating Facebook ads for somebody, get very, very good at it and Mm -hmm. then um, do it on the side for somebody. So I, I highly suggest that if you can create that, then you'll know first and foremost that you, whether or not that's, something that you would want to do full time. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wouldn't, you know, I always like, I wouldn't suggest that somebody take the leap unless they've got it, you know, all of their, um, you know, structure in place and mm-hmm. before they actually leap, uh, right. you know, I, I mean, I didn't have a choice, but mm-hmm. uh, at least I had a, a severance package. So um, I had that ability to to get started and, um, you know, without uh, being an angst mm-hmm. <laughs> at all. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and of course, that's the, the key for every person when they're launching their business is we're thinking, oh, my gosh, I have 
to be successful at this. Um, you know, and, and we put so much pressure on ourselves. And, you know, in, in many cases, you really do have to be successful at it because, hello, we have bills that we're having to pay and, right. you know, and, and all of these various things. And, and it is very traumatic going, especially from corporate America, where mm-hmm. we had those fun little things called benefits. And, you know, depending on the type of job you had, you probably had a guaranteed paycheck. You know, you were, you got at least something, you know, even if you were uh, in a position where you were uh, earning commissions. So you knew you had money coming in the door. And then when you're all of a sudden totally responsible for it, I mean, that's, that is, is just very nerve wracking and, and traumatic. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's the thing is, is, you know, those are your thoughts. And, and, and the more you think about those kind of thoughts, the the worse it gets. So mm-hmm. you, I try not to think in those in those terms, I'm really I, you know, you, you what you think, you know, is what you are. So if I try to make my thoughts very on the positive side, mm-hmm. as much as I possibly can. So I, I agree that, um, you know, that, that platform that you jump off of, you know, it, 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 it's, it's what you jump into that net that you create. I think if you can start it now, then, um, you are in, you're in better shape than um, most people. Right. So now what do you tell a person who, you know, they have that angst that, oh my gosh, I have to pay my bills. So they lowball their prices and they will take anybody who wants to buy from them. I, the, the, yeah, everyone thinks that, yeah, they need to, to, um, I think that if you are offering your product at a more premium price, it, you'll get premium clients. Okay. And you, the, the, the quality of client will be much better. The, the client will benefit because they'll be getting more value. Mm-hmm. So if you start throwing out $47 things and $97 I, items, um, it, that's not going to, you're not going to get the clientele that, that you really want to work with. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, that for me was, is, is the, the higher you can charge, the better it is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't believe in all those, the, what they call that trip wire or, you know, trying to get somebody into a course. I'd rather give somebody something for free. Mm-hmm. And if they see value in it, then they'll come back to me. Right. You know, and, and I love that methodology of kind of, it's not a tease because you should give them something that is valuable, even if they don't ever buy anything else. And, you know, I, I hate those things where, you know, you get half a chapter of a book you know, and, I'm, and I'm like, well, that doesn't work, um, you know, or, or something like that. If you have shown them the value, then it's it's kind of, you know, the, the old baseball thing. If you build it, they will come, um, you know, and and. And, but it is hard. You know, when you're, when we're first starting out, you think, oh my gosh, I have to charge, you know, I have to charge less than my competitors. And to me, it was funny. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. That, that's, that just, you know, you, you come across as being needy. And Mm. there are very few things that are less appealing than needy. You know, mm-hmm. whether it's personal relationships or business relationships, you know, that needy person, you're like, oh, God, go away, go away. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, setting your prices higher mm-hmm. is, is an advantage. Absolutely. And that just, uh, like, I believe that in my group, uh, when I teach the women to start, um, you know, pulling their packages together, their offer together, 
Um, I like that mid-range um, package where it's at that $1,000 range so that they can um, then, you know, have a back-end offer that's even greater. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if they want to go back to the, you know, to, you know, offering the free stuff at the beginning or, you know, um, some lower, you know, like a book or mm-hmm. something to that effect mm-hmm. at the beginning, then that's fine, but don't start there. Right. Start at, start at the mid range at that 997 range mm-hmm. um, when you're first starting out, and then you'll be able to give your clients more value mm-hmm. um, and more of you. Uh, right. You can't give you at forty seven dollars, mm-hmm. right? Because you end up, you know, maybe with a lot of clients, a lot of customers, you know, whatever the heck we're going to call them, and and maybe you have too many. You know, because you you weren't able to kind of you know weed them out, and and so you're only doing half a job. It can be, it can be, depending on what you're doing, depending on uh, what kind of uh, um, uh, business that you set you set up. Mm-hmm. Really, it, it really depends on how much you can, how much uh, time you can offer. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's obviously the quality issue. You know, if if I see somebody's pricing. And it is way cheap, and and I'm using cheap as opposed to inexpensive. Um, you know, if you're looking at it and it is cheap, then my initial thought is, okay, the quality is not going to be that good. Now, sometimes I'm looking for cheap, you know, <laughs> right. you know, but but for the most part, and I think that is what many consumers really are looking for. Is you know that they, they have the choices where they can do cheap, they can do inexpensive. Or they can pay a, a little bit higher premium or maybe a lot higher premium and get something that is much higher quality. And part of that is just simply knowing who your market is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, and I think that, you know, people don't, they think they want cheap mm-hmm. until they buy it. And then they realize they didn't really finish it because they realized in the back of their mind there was no value. Right. So, you know, uh, I would rather have my um, my clients have their products uh, consumed and mm-hmm. finished. And um, and that's the key. I, I don't want a bunch of people buying pro- uh, a product even from, from me mm-hmm. and not completing it. There's mm-hmm. there's no value there. And I and that would be a disservice to them. Right. Well, because they're not going to buy again. And worse, they might tell their friends, Ugh, you know, don't 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 bother. Exactly. You know, it's it's interesting. Many years ago in Colorado, I worked for an agency and the the owner, I learned so much from him. And one of the things he talked about was obviously pricing. We never published our pricing. We never had it anywhere where people, you know, could look at it and say, okay, their hourly rate is X number of dollars or whatever. And his philosophy was charge what the market will bear. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and so he looked at really who he was working with. You know, was it, were we going to be working with a nonprofit? Okay, then we charge them less. Were we going to be working with attorneys, doctors, somebody who they themselves charged premium pricing? Then we charge them a higher price. And, and, you know, it really, to me, that was perfect because you know, if we had, say, you know, had this uh, a law firm for, you know, for a client, if we charge them 20 bucks an hour, they're not going to see a value in it. If we charge them 120 bucks an hour, they're like, ooh, okay, it's the same work we'd be doing. <laughs> you know, but and, and so I, I like the concept of charge what the market will bear. Right. 
Right. Well, it's uh, it really depends on, you know, what it is that you're offering and, mm-hmm. and, and, and who your clientele is and who you want to work with. Right. You know, because you got to remember that every client is a, a new mini boss. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're 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 working with people, you know, that will finish your course and um, or finish your your program or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're offering um, because they 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 and, and the people who bought and spend more mm-hmm. tend to be much easier to work with. And it's bizarre how that is, right. but it's true. Well, it's just like if you, you know, if you offer a, say, a free seminar and, and we all do it, people, you know, sometimes when the day comes, they're like, yeah, I've got something else to do. Even if they just paid 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever, they're like, Ooh, I better, I better attend. Um, you know, and, and, and it's kind of, it's one of those weird things where if it's free, again, people don't see as much of value. They don't, maybe it's that they don't place as high a priority on it. Um, but it, so it's tricky because, you know, I think, you know, you mentioned that, that sometimes we need to provide something that is free, that is a lower cost to, to get people's interest. But, you know, we also might kind of lose some in the process too. But you know what, if we lose them in the process, then they don't need to be part of the process anyway. Right. Yes, exactly. Right. I agree. Mm-hmm. So tell us, you, you do this great, um, you know, we, I talked about it in your intro, the love and launch your business in six weeks. Tell us more about that. It's, uh, the, the, when I first started, it was very hard to find people who would be able to offer everything that I needed all in one um, package. And so, you know, you were learning, you were learning, um, you know, webinars, you were learning, um, you know, Facebook, you were, it was all these different, different areas of your Mm -hmm. business that you were trying to, to grow and understand and, and, and get knowledge on. And I, I was finding that it was coming from all over and I was not, um, I, I realized that there wasn't anybody out there doing what I, what I needed. So I created it. Mm. Um, I, you saw that need and you filled it. Ah. (laughs) Yes. Isn't that crazy? Um, yes. And so that's how I bundled it into a, like a hybrid of it's, it's a course, but at the same time, it's a, a a lot of coaching involved as well. And there's different areas of coaching. So there's a little mindset in there. There's copy and there's a little bit of Facebook in there. Um, there's even some finance in there. And, and it's when it starts off with building your tribe and then it building your uh, then creating your offer and building it and then launching it um, the right way. And and so it's it's taking what you've been wanting to do. So, for instance, if you were a a life coach, you've just gotten, you know, you've got certification, you've you've had it for a couple couple months, maybe half a year, and you're not getting the traction that you need. Mm-hmm. Well, that if you went through that this our our program, it would show you how to build your tribe, how to build your offer, and then how to get more your clients at the end. Mm-hmm. And so it's a whole process within six weeks. And basically, you get everything that you need for for starting your business uh, the right way. Well, let's let's kind of delve into the tribe a little bit more. And it's funny because I was kind of you know joking about it there there earlier. It really is important. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and 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 absolutely critical. Tell 
tell us, first of all, how do you define tribe? Because I think people either don't know or they have their own definitions. So t- what is your definition of tribe? And then why is it that we need to get that as, as one of our first things that we're really doing when we're starting our business? Well, a tribe is 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 consistent of um, we there's a, a saying out there, you know, all you need is one one thousand fanatic fans. Mm-hmm. And so um, so we, what you're trying to do is you within that grouping of your tribe. So let's say you have, um, you know, you know, thousands of people in, in your in your in your in your group or on your Facebook um, page. And you, what you're trying to do is carve out who in there are your, 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 your fans, your mm-hmm. true, true fans. Right. And so you want to have those true fans in, in, in your group, uh, because they will buy what you're offering. Mm-hmm. So at whatever time that you have a new offering, they will stand behind you and buy. And so those, those are the people that you want to start creating an understanding by pulling them into, you know, like a Facebook group and understanding exactly who they are, where they're at in their business. For me, it could be different for, for you, for, for uh, you know, um, if your questions were different. But yeah, for me, it was building an understanding where they're at first and foremost and what was stopping them. What's 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 in their way. Okay. And and so that. I can better serve them. And that was the key. I wanted to make sure I was serving them at the right level. Mm-hmm. And um, and so building that, you know, that first part is is critical um, when you're first starting out. If you don't have a tribe or an email list, and, in, and when I first started, I was, you know, blogging every week and it was that was a grind. And I realized it was like, this is crazy, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all this um you know, it's a little different uh, for podcasts because you're just talking with people, but to sit there and write out stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that's when I said, that's, I'm not doing that anymore. So I first, you know, built up my Facebook page and mm-hmm. then I'm moving over to my 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 uh, Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And it's much more. Um, it's much narrower. And uh, like the the page is much mm-hmm. bigger in the sense that there's there's thousands of thousands of people on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's now I'm looking at the, my Facebook group and because they tell you, you know, build your Facebook page. Now mm-hmm. they're, you know, with the algorithms changing. Yeah, people may never see your posts. So. Yeah. And so now the algorithms changing. They said, OK, now build a uh, Facebook page or um, group. Mm-hmm. And so um, what, what you want to do is get people into your group and you want to make sure that they're the the people that you want to serve. Mm-hmm. And then what you want to do is give them, like I said to you earlier, give them something of value inside of there. And so um, that's what I'm creating right now. I'm just, I've got my um, mini little course that I've just finished and mm-hmm. I'm about to um, put it up into the Facebook group so that they can, they can, when they come in, they've got an instant little teaching and it says, okay, here's where you need to start. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that that, that would you know, that's where you want to be is you want to give them some value right from the from the get go. Mm-hmm. And um, and then and then you want to start um, getting them, you know, giving them uh, an offer. So, you know, then you want to build up your, your email list. So because you're giving them that mini little uh, um, course or class, 
uh, you're going to get their email list and that's, or their email, I should say, and build your email list. Mm -hmm. And that's the key is that um, through the Facebook group, you build your email list and that's, that's yours. That's your property that you own that. Whereas with Facebook, it's nice to have, but it's don't just build your whole business on Facebook. Right. Well, and, you know, as you mentioned, the algorithms change, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's one of those things that I cringe at because probably, you know, it, it has decreased, but it used to be that anytime I would go to a networking event or, you know, any, any type of business thing, I would have somebody come up to me and say, I'm not going to have a website because I'm only going to have a Facebook page. And I would say, no, no, danger, danger, um, because it, Facebook is not your property. Right. You know, you don't, you know, you don't control what happens there. You know, and, and as you said, you know, we see algorithms change. It could be, you know, that there's always kind of those running jokes that, you know, Facebook is going to cost. You never know. I mean, you know, it, it might, it might, especially if you're a business owner, you know, it might be that they look at it and go, okay, your page has more than a thousand fans. We're going to start charging you. You know, now that's, that's hypothetical folks. Don't panic. Don't panic. Um, but, you know, it, it's not your property. So you still should have at least a, a basic website, you know, something that is there. And clearly, if you're, you know, if, if what you're doing is online, you, you have to have an, an you know, a, a website. But it's, it's, inter it is really interesting to me when people say, well, I'm only going to be on Facebook because it's not theirs. You know, and, and the same thing goes, I, people have said, well, I'm only on LinkedIn, you know, all these various things, you know, Twitter, Instagram, whatever it is. Those should be driving to your website, um, you know, and, and I think that's just something that I think, you know, people get a little bit lost on. And, and especially when you're a new business, because you're thinking, I don't know how to design a website, but hey, I know Facebook. Right, right. And I think I agree with you. At the same time, I'm, you know, if I could start all over again, I don't know that I would do a website. I would... I would actually do a um, a landing page and mm -hmm. just create a landing page because a sales funnel, which is a landing page, a squeeze page or whatever, mm -hmm. it, it 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 will take people through a process right. to a a purchase, mm -hmm. whereas a, a you know an actual website mm -hmm. isn't a sales funnel, right? And it's kind of flat. And mm -hmm. so, uh, and it's weird because right now, uh, if you go to my website, it ch it's directing you to the sales funnel. Mm -hmm. And right. so, you know, that's, that's the only reason I have louisecorville.com mm -hmm. is so that you go, you go to the sales funnel and, and go to, and that's going to direct you to a, um, a webinar. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and that ties back into what we were saying at the start that we're, we don't have to continually be grinding out content. Um, mm -hmm. and, you know, it's, it's funny. We all, you know, me included, we have blogs that we do and, and nobody comments or, you know, maybe it's a Facebook post, whatever, you know, and, and so then you think, did anybody even read it? You know, <laughs> if the tree fell in the woods, you know, <laughs> and, and, and we get caught up in that. And, and, you know, it's funny. People are always saying, well, how, if you're a blogger, how often should you blog? All these various things. You know, the, it was really in for a long time that people blogged every day. I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, I, I subscribe to several of the big marketing people. Right. And they would send out content every single day. And it was a waste of time content. I mean, it was one of those things where they had committed to whoever that they were going to do this daily. 
And that worked for maybe a month and then they ran out of things to say, you know, and, and so, you know, I, and I think that's where people get caught up in the content issue is mm. if you're not putting out good quality, don't bother. You know, that's that, so, and, and I think the grinding out the content, that's perfect terminology because if it is a grind to write it, yeah, it's probably a grind yeah. to read it. Uh, well, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. And uh, that's why I think that you need to pick the platform that best suits you mm-hmm. and um, whatever that platform is. And uh, it could be like I, I think we were talking uh, earlier was, you know, if it's a podcast, maybe even transcribe it into mm-hmm. a um, some other form, you know, just taking it and, and putting it in, in, in different platforms. Mm-hmm. Right. And that comes back to knowing what your tribe wants, what your target audience, you know, and, and it's funny, the more I talk about it, the, the more I hate the term target market because it's like we're throwing things at them. <laughs> um, you know, that we're, we've got the hatchet and we're throwing it at them. And, and, and you're hoping it sticks. I mean, that is kind of the, the big thing is, you know, it's kind of like when I play darts, I hit the wall, I, you know, the, the dart goes blink, blink and falls off on the floor. You know, we're not focusing on who we really need to focus on. And so how, you know, I want to keep coming back to that tribe. Can it also be people who are just your cheerleaders? You know, maybe for whatever reason, they're not going to buy your content, but they might tell other people about it. Absolutely. I mean, if, you know, it, though at the same time, I think that, you know, if people were, um, even if they were listening to my um, teachings, if they weren't, Going, going to be using it, I don't know how long they would want to listen. You know, mm-hmm. right. uh, if they're not, if they're not really into, you know, starting a business, then they probably wouldn't listen. And so like most of my friends don't, aren't wanting to start a business. So they, you know, they're not in my Facebook right. group. They're not in, you know, listening to my, my, uh, um, or reading my, um, blog posts. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's interesting because it doesn't mean they don't like you. <laughs> and exactly. even your business associates, I think that is one of those things where we get really caught up in the, well, what do you mean you don't read my blog or you're not listening to my radio program? You know, your, let's see, your broadcast number 340 some ish. So I've been doing these programs a long time, relaunched my website, brand new website, yada, 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 a couple of weeks ago. And a Facebook friend of mine, who I have known for years. So, and so she's a personal friend, you know, but we haven't seen each other in many years. So, you know, we're not best buds, but she said, you have a radio program. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking I post at least twice a week about it. And so part of me was really discouraged because I thought, okay, clearly we're back to the tree in the forest and I'm posting and nobody's <laughs> paying attention. But then I realized it's just not something that matters to her. So even if she saw the post, she didn't read it. You know, so she's, she, you know, she's a great person. She's just not one of my potential targets. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and a lot of times you can see stuff and people can put stuff in front of you. And until the student is ready, the teacher mm-hmm. will appear right. and they're just not ready. Mm-hmm. That's not where they're at. They might be sometime down the road. <laughs> right. Well, and, you know, there's, holy cow, we're way past halfway already. Um, the, the, um, it's the old marketing thing, you know, back when I went to, to school for marketing degree, you had to see something 11 times before you actually would buy it. Now, you know, obviously that kind of varied, but now it's so much more than that because we're 
inundated oh, yes. you know, with hey, there's still bulletin bulletin boards there's still billboards you know just the the number of facebook ads you know when i now you know one of the things i do to relax is i play a game on my phone and i play a game and an ad pops up i play a game and an ad pops up so, <laughs> you know and just because i'm not going to pay the the premium price but we are just inundated with advertising and so you're right. Until we need that product, we don't pay attention. Um, you know, I tell people it's like the furniture ads. You know, the, it's a big two-page furniture ad in, you know, in, in the newspaper, which I still get a newspaper. Until I need a new couch, I pay no attention to the ad. Right. You know, and, and so that's the thing that you need to keep in mind, too, is – but it doesn't mean you that you should stop putting the content out there. That's the other thing is you still have to keep, you know, putting it out there, but – you know, tailoring it in a way so that, again, you're not just grinding stuff out because you think, oh, my God, I have to blog this week. Right. Right. And, you know, and that and the, the thing is, is that whatever um, like I'm going to move to uh, a podcast, as I probably I mentioned to you and I mm-hmm. because I think that giving people value, you know, through a podcast, I think is a little bit better than than a uh, blog post. Mm-hmm. And I so I I'm. I, that's what what I would do too, and and I think that um, you've 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 started in the right area mm-hmm. right from the get go, and I that's a great thing. Well, and you know there it's it, clearly there are people who are auditory; they want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then there's a reason why YouTube is so gigantic. You know, we want to watch the video. I I don't read instruction manuals for anything anymore. I look at a video, and and the funny thing is. 99% of the time, it's not a video that was done by whoever made that, that product. Right. It's somebody else who saw the need, you right. know, and, and went, oh, you know, hey, people can't, especially like on my website. And, you know, I'm like, how do I make that widget do what I need it to do? I'll go watch videos on it. Um, you know, and, and then there are times where I have to read. So it's, it's how someone takes in information. And we just kind of, again, have to figure out who your audience is and what is the best way to reach them. Absolutely. And that, I think that that was a uh, good segue because I tend to have more people who are from corporate mm-hmm. and, and they would be more likely to listen to a podcast. And I don't, they wouldn't be as, you know, to read something, but if they're in the car going to and from work mm-hmm. or if they're, um, you know, in sales and they're in their car, they're more likely to listen mm-hmm. to a podcast. I, I think that when you do start your business, you should know which platform your your peeps are on. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and and you know, back to social media and things like that. I have people who I tell them, don't waste your time on, say, Facebook. You know, and and you know, or like you mentioned, maybe not even having more than just a simple basic website. And we get so caught up in that this is the way we have to do things because there's 900 books on the bookshelf that said you have to do all of this. You know, go with with what you think works best and then test it. You know, now you might have to change. I mean, you know, you might discover, oh, my gosh, the people I need to reach really are on Facebook. But it's it's all about kind of figuring out the sweet spot. Absolutely. And I think you can inundate yourself when you're first starting oh, and you, 
Yeah, there's so many things out there and so many people saying you need to do this and you need to do that. And I and I really think of it as if I had to describe it, it's kind of like when you go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. If you just stick to the perimeter of the grocery store, all the outside, right. that's all you really need mm -hmm. in, your in your diet. It's mm -hmm. when you go up and down the aisles that first you spend too much. Second of all, you've got to, you've got things that are not what you need. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, think of it as that when you're building your business, stick to the a perimeter and just take what you need mm -hmm. and, 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 and work from there um, and start from there because it's, it's, uh, it, it's over. It, it's, it's, there's so much information out there. It's a beautiful thing that there is so much information, but it's all too, too much information. And that's why, that's why I, I, I've, I created the course the way I did is mm -hmm. because there's no, I don't want to give you too much information. Right. I, I want you to do the first week. We're going to go through it and then we're going to, and, and then you, the, the second week you're going to complete that and then move on. Mm -hmm. Because if you get inundated, even when you get into these face, um, I've paid for um, membership fees, you know, to be in, mm -hmm. in these groups. And um, every time I go in one, there's too much information in there mm -hmm. and, and it's overwhelming. And that's right. the last thing that you want is to mm -hmm. be, you know, giving people too much information. It becomes overwhelming. All you want to do is go through a step by step by step uh, mm -hmm. process and get to the end result. Mm -hmm. And and that's what I think that people are forgetting is like, you think that you're giving people all, you know, all this great information. Well, they can only absorb so much right. and then they, they get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what's happening out there. Well, and we still have to, you know, we've, we've talked about learning the, the way we want. We still have to learn at our own pace. Um, it's funny. I did a, I started this thing in January, you know, it was one of those new year's resolution things where one of the people I follow on Facebook, huge business coach, he has curated books where and now he hasn't written them, you know, he but he and his team, he's very, you know, he, he talks about his team. They have, you know, they've gone out, they found the best business books that you're supposed to be reading. And and they've prepared these workbooks to go with them. And you're supposed to to do this just 20 minutes a day because, you know, we're all so incredibly busy. So it's, you know, you can you spend 20 minutes a day on this. We'll walk you through this process. I canceled after I, I, I got it January. I got it February. And part of it was that was not how I learn. You know, if it, 20 minutes for me, my brain doesn't even kick in. You know, I'm, I'm still thinking about something else. I'm, I'm not paying attention. If I sit down and read, I sit down and read. I mean, I spend hours reading and, and that's, and that is when the content is so good. It's capturing me for me to, to read 20 minutes and stop. I'm like, well, wait, you know, what, what's next? What's in the next chapter? Um, and I was not the right audience. His books that, that he was curating, great books. I mean, you know, they really are fabulous business books, but they're for people in, in corporate America, in big corporations. And it's about team building. It's about how to be a good manager, you know, all those various things. And it just didn't tie into me, um, you know, and, and so I, you know, very nicely quit the group. But, and, you know, and, but it was interesting because I posted in the Facebook group and I said, I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I don't have this team. I'm not in corporate America. And so I'm struggling with the books because they just don't pertain. And numerous people 
commented and said the exact same thing. And so hmm. I thought, okay, he didn't have his target market down right um, because we shouldn't have, have ever been there to start with. Uh, you know, and, and, and it was not all that expensive. I mean, you know, it was, it was more than if you actually just went and bought the books, but it was curated content and then, you know, all the discussions on Facebook and all those various things. But yeah, I mean, you know, all of us went, well, yeah, this was great, but no. Um, but it's funny because I know that's what happens with a lot of subscription things is then you forget to cancel them. And so they keep getting the money. But, um, you know, and, and it was it was very easy for me to cancel. But it was it really was it was one of those. This is not the best way for me to learn whether the content was was good or not. It was just not nah, 20 minutes a day for me is, is not going to cut it. Right. Right. I I agree. And I think that that's why it's it needs to be. Okay, here's here here's the module. Mm-hmm. You can't go on to number two yet, but until you finish module one, at the end of the module mm-hmm. one, you submit your work, and so we look at it, and we and then and then on Thursday, basically, you come onto a live call and you go into your own room wherever you might be within that within the program and mm-hmm. just go, I you know this is what I'm working on, and so it pertains to you, mm-hmm. and I think that that's the key. It's like well, I mean, your 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 membership site might have been different, but for me, I think the membership site I went into um, was all business. It was mm-hmm. a business um, one, and it, they had great content. Don't get me wrong, right? But it was it was like, oh, where do I go and how do I go? And and that was that was what I thought was was missing, and so that's why. Um, this hybrid of my course is a little bit different. It's coaching and it's coaching and the program mm-hmm. kind of like that book, but mm-hmm. it's like your, their concept, but this is my teaching and, you know, and then applying it. Right. Yeah. Well, and obviously what I, what I like about yours is it is, you know, much more one-on-one. I mean, you know, the, the Facebook group for the program I'm talking about has over a thousand members and so, you know, there's even when people post questions to them, the curators, you know, they're never answered because it is just so big. And and so then mm. I mean, you you don't get answers to your questions. You don't. Uh, so to me, then there yeah. is no value. No. You know, and and it's, and I just thought it was an interesting concept because there's another group that I belong to and it's a mastermind group. It's a much 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 smaller group. You know, normally there's only about 10 of us. There's an online, we do a call once a week. And you know, I I don't feel pressured to be on the call every week. You know, if if I'm busy, that's okay. I can skip it. I can go back and it's always recorded, all those various things. But it is much more one-on-one. And I think that's just, you know, it's kind of like when I was in college, you know, I had a class that had 2000 people in it. Mm. The professor never knew who I was. I learned, I learned what I had to learn and, and passed the class. The class that I had that was 20 people, I absolutely loved and got so much more out of it. Absolutely. I agree. And that's why I like, I like teaching in small groups. That's what mm-hmm. I did, you know, in corporate, I was mm-hmm. always a small group anywhere from seven to 12 mm-hmm. people. And, and I, that's what I like to do is, is a small kind of intimate group. We get to know what your business is about. And then, you know, by the time you're, you're finished, you're, you, you're, you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. And and that's the whole goal. It's right. like, it, it, you know, I've, I've taken many, many a courses and, you know, just to have a Q and a once a month is, is of no value. Right. Yeah. Because we forgot, you know, and I tell people, you know, I do have the attention span of a gnat. So if you don't remind me a little bit more often, I'm, I don't pay attention. Right. 
Exactly. Well, we've got about 10 minutes left and just a, a little bit more than that. So what to you is the best way to get traffic and how can that work for every industry? Well, I think that um, the traffic, getting traffic to, you, you could, I go multiple ways. It really depends too on, on what you're offering. Uh, you know, if you've got something that's a visual, uh, then, you know, do definitely Instagram and Pinterest. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but for the most part, I do a little bit of Pinterest and a little bit of, uh, of Facebook. And mm-hmm. so I, I, I go back and forth and that's, Right now, I think um, it's key was is is the Facebook right now. Um, building my Facebook gr- group mm-hmm. through Facebook ads, and and that's um, that's key. And I'm and it's it's fun for me. I I like to figure out um, puzzle pieces. So for mm-hmm. me, it's like you know, how do I get my relative relevancy score? Well, the last ad I did got my relevancy score all the way to a 10, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, prior to that, I was getting threes. So, you know, for me, it's it's building your your community through your, and if your relevancy score is high, then you know you're getting the right people Mm -hmm. into your group. So, um, that was, that's been the way I've been doing it. It's been between Pinterest and, and Facebook ads. And um, also, you know, creating, you know, getting in front of um, other people's um, segment of the market, which mm-hmm. is like your like your your podcast and uh, other people's podcasts. It's mm-hmm. it's creating that Dream 100 mm-hmm. uh, list of other podcast um, owners or email list owners. Um, in getting in, into bloggers and YouTube, mm-hmm. getting on all of those different platforms and creating um, a list of people that you want to get in front of. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's the best way because that way it doesn't, doesn't cost you anything. Right. So if you don't have the funds, then get in front of those four areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can partner with somebody who's, you know, before your pro- program or after your program, and you guys don't compete with one another, then that's a great um, joint venture mm-hmm. to go um, is to create a non, you know, it's not costing you anything to, to uh, work off of each other's uh, email lists. Right. Well, and it's a great way, as you said, to reach into, you know, somebody else's tribe mm-hmm. and, you know, and because you're kind of partnering, there's, it's almost that, you know, hey, you know, she's a good person. You know, I trust her. You know, there's, there's that kind of, you know, thing there. But, you know, I, and I think that sometimes what small business owners and entrepreneurs forget is we can partner. We can work with somebody else. Um, you know, and, and now it has to be a match that makes sense. Um, you know, I always love it when somebody says, Hey, would you promote my, promote your, you know, my, my product to your Facebook group? And I'm like, you sell, you know, car widgets. I don't know that that's really going to make sense. Um, you know, and, and it's kind of like the people that ask me for reference on LinkedIn and I don't know who they are. It's like, no, you know, this, this just isn't going to make a, a good match. But figure out who the, who the, I don't know, do they still use the term power partners? You know, figure out who those partnerships would be and you know, hopefully then it's a win-win situation. Absolutely. If you can, you can build on top of each other. Um, and that's, you know, one of the things that I, I'm doing, actually, I'm doing with a, um, 
an accountant and mm-hmm. she has a whole program and I'm putting her, not her whole program, but I'm putting her, um, her part of her program inside of my program mm-hmm. because I believe in her, her, her program. Right. It's, I, it's, you know, it's profit first and mm-hmm. I, and, and I love that book and her business, she's certified in it. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, I'm going to take some of your course. You, t- you tell me what you want and I'm going to put it in my course mm-hmm. so that I, the, my tribe gets your, your teaching because I believe in it so much. Mm-hmm. And so, and if that helps her, then fine. But right. I mean, I'm using her. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't, I wouldn't give somebody, you know, that, 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 mm-hmm. that opportunity unless I was using them myself. Right. Um, you know, and well, and, and it is, you know, you're not doing a hundred percent of her content. You know, you're just no. getting enough that, you know, because we, otherwise, you know, we would, you know, you'd, you'd back to what we were saying, you would overwhelm people. So if they think, Hey, this is interesting, then they can contact her and go from there. Right. And that's exactly it. If they want, if they, you know, they can do it full on course, 90 days with her and do it themselves or get her to do it uh, for them. So she has it done for you as well. So that's just, one of the things inside the course that I want to make sure that I'm offering so that people even, you know, once they start out, they understand exactly how to set their business up as well um, so that it is profitable. Right. You know, and what I love about that is as much as we like to think we can, you know, we don't know everything and we can't, um, you know, you know, let's let's go back to the accounting thing. there's no way that as a small business owner, we know everything we need to know about taxes unless you are a tax expert. Um, You know, otherwise we have to rely on, you know, getting information from somebody else. So if that's a a good partnership that you can create where you're, you know, partnering, you know, whatever it is that makes sense, it it really is a win-win situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and the other thing, um, you know, is I, I have, you know, uh, funnel people and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know how to do all of that. I mean, you have to do that when you're starting your business, you have to know a little bit about it, uh, and know that you can get it going because, right. you know, if you just hand it over to somebody, I, you know, it's, and I've had this conversation with somebody or uh, in one of the groups and it was, uh, somebody said, you know, I, does anybody do, you know, um, uh, a funnel and mm-hmm. everybody's saying, well, why, why aren't you doing it yourself? Mm-hmm. Because it, you know, having a funnel it, it made by somebody else will not, you, you won't have enough of the foundation. You won't have enough of the understanding of it right. to, to have it work for you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it is not that hard to create. And so I think that that, um, that's key is knowing a little bit about everything and so that when you do hand it off, that people, you know, you know exactly what your your expectations are. Right. You know, many years ago when I was working on my master's in communication, one of the classes I we had to take, it was not an option, um, was video production. And I remember I looked at the professor and I said, this is something that I will never do. And he said, would you ever supervise somebody doing it? And I said, well, probably. And he said, then you need to know at least the basics so that you know if they're doing it right. And mm-hmm. I went, Oh, <laughs> so. mm-hmm. exactly. Well, Louise, we've got just a couple of minutes left. So, you know, what what more do you want to tell people about your services that you offer? 
Well, I, I'm having a uh, upcoming webinar. So if you want to, you can either go to my website, Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E, Corville, C-O-U-R-V-I-L-L-E dot com, and you can um, sign up for that, the webinar, and I'll de de definitely take you on a deeper dive Great. into some of the um, concepts that I use. And uh, and uh, there's it's it's coming up in the next week or so. It's a, I haven't got the date up yet, and I'm, I'm I realize that Valentine's Day is on Wednesday, and I'm thinking that's not a good day. <laughs> no, no, danger, danger. <laughs> yeah. So I will. Uh, I'll definitely probably uh, have that up um, in the next day or two. So if you uh, and you're not going to have this up for a little while anyway. So um, I'll. But it's uh, an ongoing thing that you have, right? Yes, it is okay. ongoing, okay. and so um, yeah, they can sign up for it there, or um, and or join uh, the Love and Launch Your Business Facebook group. We'd love to have you there as well. Cool, I love it. Well, you know, if somebody just wants to chat with you, how do they find you online? They would just go to the website uh, louisecorville.com, and you can send me an email right through there. Perfect. Now we've got about a minute left, so if people are thinking. I'm still kind of lost. Wow, what the heck am I doing? You know, should I start this business? Should I not start this business? Eek! What would you tell them? Well, I think that um, you would definitely want to um, do your ask campaign, like I said, and get out there and um, and realize, you know, that what you're thinking about putting together is viable mm -hmm. and so there's no point in building it and then having them not come mm -hmm. so i would i would definitely do that that would be one of the first things if you've got a facebook uh, group or if you could just get some people on a call from some facebook group um if, you know if they somebody will help you mm -hmm. out with that there are a lot of places that will let you post um information like that so get in some facebook groups and um and, and see if your product's viable and if mm -hmm. if you really want to know um and you want to put a pop by me then send me an email and i'll be happy to help you out perfect well tell people again what's your website it's louisecorville.com. Perfect. And the Facebook group? Love and Launch Your Business. That's it. I was going to say .com, but no, it's not .com. <laughs> Love and Launch Your Business. It's a Facebook group, so you do have to ask to be a member. Yes. Yes, you have to ask to be a member and answer the two little questions so I can help you better um, when you do enter into the group. And it's not painful, folks. I answered the two questions, <laughs> and and I was accepted. So, <laughs> but I think I might have said I was doing this for the radio program. But um, but but yeah. So it, this this is great information. You know, check out. We didn't even mention it. Louise does still blog a bit. So you know, look there. There's great information there. Great content on the Facebook group. You know, and and you're connecting with other people. All these various things. So you know, please be sure to check that out. But I am Deb Creer. I've been having a fabulous time talking with. Louise Corville. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer. Join us next time for more real life stories and techniques to power up your business. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.